And um, I have a confession to make. Yep. I ruined an angel. Yep, I did. Live from the basement, it's Building a Better Dave. Check us out at betterdave.com. Email us at dave at betterdave.com. Or call in your comments, 888-563-3228. Now, here's your host, Dave Jackson. All right, welcome to Building a Better Dave. I am Dave Jackson from the schoolofpodcasting.com. And if you're new to the show, this is just me sharing my opinion on life. I try to make you laugh, cry, think, or moan. And uh, today we're going to do a little bit of all of that. And um, I have a confession to make. Yep. I ruined an angel. Yep, I did. I ruined an angel. There was an angel in my mother-in-law's bathroom. And it's been there for years. And so, I don't know, a couple weeks ago, doing my business. And I looked up and I noticed that this angel had, I believe it has in one hand, it has a book And in its other hand, it had a candle with no wick. A candle with no wick. And at the top, it had a slight indentation around it. It looked phallic. And if you have children in the car, you might want to stop now. Uh, But there are are certain words uh, that you don't use typically around your mother-in-law. You see, you're still trying to help them be happy that you married their daughter, right? They want (laughs) to, you want them to think that, yes, she made a good decision. And uh, that's the plan at least. But one word I typically do not use around my mother-in-law is the word dildo. So on the way home, I told my wife, trying to be weird, shocking, goofy, you know, me, why is the angel in the bathroom holding a dildo? Now, to this, I believe my wife's initial response, and I could be wrong, I believe she just went, David, kind of like, oh, do you have to be so you? You know, my warped sense of humor that she found unique when we were dating, it's kind of lost its magic. But the thing is, never in my life, never in my life did I think my wife, you know, my trusted and most intimate partner, uh, would tell her mom. So she goes to her, Dave thinks the angel in the bathroom is holding a dildo. Yeah. Yeah. So, (laughs) so much for, for helping your mother-in-law think that your daughter married the right guy. But on the other hand, it is heavily rumored that she laughed a lot. Yeah. I'm actually very lucky, uh, very lucky in the mother-in-law department. Um, she is awesome. And, uh, you know, anybody that's that's older than me, I, I really respect. They have that experience and, um, you know, she's, she's, you know, when you got grandkids and your family, there's a lot of drama that can happen in there. And uh, boy, I tell you what, she handles it all and, uh, and comes out laughing. I think that's the thing I like. My mother-in-law likes to laugh. And uh, now, so, you know, on one hand, my mother-in-law laughs that her weird step, uh, step. I'm getting step. My her weird. Uh, what would that make me? Her son-in-law. Um, thinks the angel in the bathroom is holding a dildo. But on the other hand, uh, I ruined the angel. You see, nobody now can look at the uh, candle and not 
stop thinking about dildo, right? The password is dildo. It's, it's like it just it keeps running. And, and rumor has it I may actually end up with the angel as a, a present for Christmas because it, it's just ruined. So thanks, honey. <laughs> you big mouth. Uh, but it is Christmas here. Christmas is a week away. It's a week away, which means I should probably start my shopping. And, um, you know, I was thinking about all the Christmas specials. You know, they're all kind of one-sided. You know, Frosty was this great guy with a corncob pipe and a button nose. And Rudolph, of course, discriminated against. But, uh, you know, with all the aftermath that's been going on about the legal system, no justice, no peace. And uh, today I thought I would look at the other side of Christmas uh, dig a little deeper into these stories. And uh, here's what I came up with. I thought about it. You know, Frosty the Snowman. Happy birthday. This guy would slide around without using his feet. Now, I know for the record he didn't have feet. But he slid around and he played a lot with children. Which made me think about Michael Jackson. And that's when it came to me. Frosty the Snowman is a pedophile. I'm pretty sure. We need to go back and watch the tape for any inappropriate things. I know there's the one scene where the kids are playing leapfrog. I want to watch that that scene in slow-mo. And the other thing is Rudolph. I'm going to have to go back and check. Because, uh, uh, you know, Rudolph, I'm pretty sure, had a serious coke problem. Right? He was all nervous. He was His dream, he would stay up thinking about leading a Santa sleigh. He wasn't excited. No, he was on a three-day coke binge. That's why he wasn't sleeping. He wasn't nervous. And no, he was, you know, his nose was red because he did a lot of coke. That or he had a serious alcohol problem. Either one is not good. And that's probably why Santa didn't want him guiding his sleigh. He knew Rudolph was going to crash quickly and unexpectedly. And, and my guess is Santa didn't want to die. What do you think, Santa? Hmm. Well, it needs work. I have to go. With uh, with Christmas around, of course, everybody's baking cookies. So you can have the cookie off. Like, hey, look, I made some cookies. Oh, really? Here, I made a plate for you. Let's exchange. Here, take a dozen chocolate chip, and I will take a dozen of your chocolate chip. Oh, these are peanut butter. Awesome. But it's funny how the smells of different things can, can zap you back and how different sounds can zap you back into places. I mean, every time... I hear Eruption by Van Halen. And this is hard to believe. I flash back to 1978. I'm going to say that again. 1978. And I'm sitting in Al School's bedroom with Scott Knapp, and we were looking at the record player. Yes, a record player. It's 1978. And we were just baffled at how Eddie Van Halen is making this noise. Which is hilarious now because you can go into any guitar center and there'll be like some nine-year-old kid just wanking away on the guitar playing that, that solo. Um, and now when I hear the song Linus and Lucy, what most people consider the, the Peanuts theme, I think we all can flash back to sitting in front of the television. Of course, we had to hurry back because the commercials were almost over. Hurry up. 
and the show was coming back on. There was no pause back then. And of course, watching the Charlie Brown Christmas with the uh, the ugly Christmas tree. I've talked about in the past about uh, my grandma being famous for buying the Christmas bush that we would all then decorate. And uh, I-, I had a weird experience with sounds and smells. And I was uh, I was driving to Michigan to do some training. And uh, I stopped at a rest area, it, it, mainly because the older I get, I have to pee about every 15 minutes. But I got out at a rest area, and I don't know if it was the smell of diesel fuel, the sound of trucks, but for a second, I really felt like my dad was standing like right behind me, like just right. Like if I turn around, we would have been face to face. And it is so strange to miss someone. You, you, you know, just so much that you rarely saw. And I didn't turn around, but it was just a, a really weird feeling. Like it was, it was cold outside, but suddenly I was warm. I just, I just felt his, his presence. And it's strange how, how much someone who, again, you didn't see a whole lot at the end of their life, um, how much you can miss them, but, but in a way, my dad was like a Charlie Brown Christmas. You know every year he's going to be there. And how weird would it be if all of a sudden, suddenly they just didn't broadcast a Charlie Brown Christmas? Well, that's how I feel. And it's not surprising after all. You know, the holidays, I'm not upset that I'm missing my dad. It's kind of a natural thing. But the holidays always make us think of family. And and, and for the record, um, I miss you, Dad. And I'm really uh, going to miss you telling me the same thing <laughs> you told me the last time I visited you. Because uh, Alzheimer's sucked. But it was better than nothing. And nothing. Man, nothing sucks. I will um, forever associate the word home. I think I've talked about this before with being wrapped up. I I had come in from playing outside. Now, in my neighborhood, we lived on a hill. And our driveway was a uh, a hill off of a hill, which basically made going home a bit of a treat. You had to, like, climb up this slippery street and then climb up yet another super steep driveway. And so I had made it back into the house. It was cold. I was wet, I'm assuming. And uh, I walked through the the kitchen, and there was my mom. And I can almost feel the steam coming out of a uh, of the dishwasher. And uh, I just, you know, I took off my boots, took off my hat, took off my coat, and sat on the love seat in front of the uh, the Christmas tree, and just wrapped myself up in this super thick black comforter. And um, my mom brought me some hot chocolate and there was, you know, Christmas music on the stereo. Again, more records, probably Dinosaur, um, Andy Williams. <laughs> and I remember just staring at the tree and just getting warmed up. And there I was surrounded in peace, warmth and love. And to me, that is the world's best combination. So does that mean home equals peace? 
warmth and love? I guess so. And so last night, here I was sitting in my mother-in-law's house. We'd gone over there. We'd had, uh, we'd gone to Bob Evans and it was great because uh, the countess is back in town from South Carolina and uh, all my stepkids are there along with uh, my son-in-law and um, we'd gone to grandma's to help decorate her tree. And my mother-in-law has just this awesome house. It's just so awesome. It's really cool. And, uh, you know, we start decorating this tree. And, of course, we're making ornaments or we're making fun of the ornaments that were made, you know, long ago. Like, hey, why is Santa carrying a giant green bean? I don't know. So-and-so made this in the sixth grade. Okay, hanging on the tree. And uh, at one point, we were kind of running out of room for ornaments. And really, all the cool ornaments were on the tree. And uh, so I sat down and I pulled out my phone and I had uh, done some geekery to make sure I would have access to, of course, Harry Belafonte's Christmas album. Now, if you're a regular listener to the show, every year I play Harry Belafonte's Christmas album while decorating a tree. Long time ago in Bethlehem, so the Holy Bible says. Mary's boy child, Jesus Christ, was born on Christmas Day. And again, I'm right back in that living room with mom making me hot chocolate. And um, I just wanted to, instead of decorate, I just wanted to suck it in. I mean, here are my stepkids. One is married, one is in college with a serious boyfriend in South Carolina, and one getting ready to go to college, the senator is uh, going to college next year. He's a senior. Man, that went fast. And uh, who knows how many more of these times where as a family, we're going to decorate a tree. Because, I mean, soon they're going to have their own in-laws and it's a crapshoot when it comes to getting them all together because, well, so-and-so's got to go to there and then we're going to, everybody's doing their own Christmas tour. Right. Well, first I got to go to so-and-so, then I got to go there, then I got to go there, and I'm just not going to be able to make it to the tree thing, and, you know. So I just sat there for a second, and I watched my beautiful wife, my awesome kids, finish decorating the tree, and I just told my brain, turn into a sponge and suck in, and then the key here is hold on to this memory. Because with my, uh, what are those things you get in your eyes? Is that astigmatism? Where everything gets, like, blurry? I have one in my, one of my eyes or both of them. Who knows? My glasses probably needed cleaning, but I had all these extra like, like shades of light shooting off from a light. Like I would look at a light and see like three. And so the light looked, the, the tree looked really, really cool. And uh, it was awesome. And I sat in that chair and I was like, wow, here it is. I feel like I'm home. And uh, it's awesome. So. To all of you, I always kind of jokingly say Happy Kwanzaa Masika. I think I get them all in doing that. For me, it's Merry Christmas. And uh, I hope you have a great holiday. Uh, be safe. We were driving home on the way from Grandma's, and there was a dude just all over the road. Come on now. Have we learned that that's not a good idea? So. But thank you so much. I know I didn't put out a lot of episodes this year. I kind of just wait until, I don't know, I need to say something. 
and if I can make you think or cry or moan or whatever. And uh, the next time you see an angel with a candle, just keep your mouth shut. Take care. It's going to get better.